Radio Sport 27 to 11. The New Zealand cricket side to tour Sri Lanka next month for two test matches was named yesterday. The 15-man squad included four spinners. Mitchell Santner, Ajaz Patel, Will Somerville and Todd Astle. Stu Duff played 88 first-class games and 78-50 over matches for CD in a 10-year career. A slow left-arm orthodox bowler and pretty decent batsman as well. These days, a radio sport cricket analyst for us during our commentaries over the summer. And he joins us now. Thanks for your time, Stu. Good morning. G'day, Barney. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Four spinners in a 15-man squad. That must have made you smile. Uh, surprising. Um, I, I must admit, whenever I played, I, I really didn't like having too many spinners in the team because you you end up wondering uh, if you get long enough go while you're bowling to actually um, you know, make the most of your chances. So sometimes it can be a bit of a problem um, if you have too many because you might bowl eight or ten overs and then the captain says, oh, you're not doing anything, so he moves you on. Whereas sometimes, you know, with spin bowling, you, you actually get your rewards from bowling decent long spells. I think that probably the difference is in Sri Lanka, looking at the last series where England went there, they really didn't bowl pace bowls at all and just had uh, three spinners going. And I think New Zealand are looking to do that as well. It's an interesting point that you make. Did you enjoy, though, bowling in tandem with one other spinner? Yeah, tandem's fine. Um, but it, in New Zealand, it's, it wasn't always that good either because, you know, you're so it's so seamer-friendly in New Zealand. So I didn't really get a lot of, a lot of opportunity when I played to bowl in real spin-friendly conditions where two spinners were going at the same time. And then possibly in those situations, there is room for three. Um, most of the time, you were competing with the other spinner to, to get your chance to bowl as many overs as you could. And invariably, one of you would miss out on bowling a decent spell. It's just something that doesn't happen in New Zealand very much. Mm. Uh, if, if you'd said to most people yesterday, New Zealand are going to pick four spinners in their squad, I think most people would have had Ish Sodi as one of that quartet. What did you make of the fact he hasn't been selected? Well, I think you can just go to his record, really. Um, you know, last year, in, in, in spinner-friendly conditions, they, they bowled him in the first two tests. And um, from my memory, he got a couple of wickets in one test for the full tosses, another long hop. He really didn't... Williamson couldn't bowl him for extended spells because he, he bowled too many loose balls. And he's had 17 tests, and he's, he's averaging just under 50 with the ball. So... Even though he's got a decent first-class record, there's no real signs that there's confidence to bowl him in test cricket. He just hasn't performed. And then when they bought Somerville and he could bowl line and length and, and, and keep it in the right area for a long time, and he and Patel built up pressure in that in that particular game, the third test against Pakistan. And I think that's the main main reason. Uh, for me, it would have either been Sodi or Astor, I think, in mm. terms of who they chose. And they've gone with Astor, even though he's never really had an extended run in Test cricket and hasn't done much when he's been there. He's got a good first-class record, and they're probably it's his last chance, I would think, to to show that he's got a place in uh, Test cricket. As a slow left armour uh, orthodox, did you always feel your wicket-taking chances were better against right-handers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, going away from the batsman's uh, your best opportunity. Um, and it's a different, it's a certainly different bowling to left-handers if you're a left-arm bowler or an off-spinner. Um, bowling to right-handers, you, you're always coming back into the, the batsman, and most batsmen enjoy that. Um, yeah, so I think yeah, it's easier to bowl with the ball spinning away if you're bowling to a right-hander. So Will Somerville's obviously a right right-arm um, uh, off-spinner. So will he? It, it doesn't necessarily follow though that he can't have success against right-handers, right? Oh, not at all. No, I mean, there's been off-spinners all around the world for, 
for the history of Test cricket have done well and, and a good off spinner. Um, and he gets bounce and he showed that you know, often the, the straight ball, if you're bowling off spin as well, the one that doesn't turn on turning wickets is, is handy too because you can take the outside edge and the batsman's playing for spin. So I think, and especially with the other bowlers all going away from the bat, it's a good option to have someone who comes in. I think he'd be one of the, the guys that uh, out of those four that will be first picked just because he's different from the others and he, and he gives a different option. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I guess, assumed that it would be Santner and Patel and, and, and Astle because of the fact they move it away, but the variation is there. Just on Santner, he doesn't really run through teams, does he, Stu? His record would say that he that he very rarely, in fact, I don't think he's ever taken a fifer. I think he's, well, he certainly hasn't in test cricket. He's, his best bowling is three for 60. And as mm. you say, he's he's really just done a holding job. And to be fair to him, most of his tests have been in New Zealand, I think, or he played a couple in Australia. He hasn't played a lot in, in uh, the subcontinent, but he's not someone that you look at and think, oh, he's going to get five wickets because he's only ever done that in first-class cricket once. He's played you know, quite a decent amount of first-class cricket now and has only got 70 wickets. Where all, all the other guys that have been picked have all got a good background of success behind them. He just hasn't. He's an all-rounder, bits and pieces, good one-day player, but he's really not proved that he's a, a wicket-taking option and even first-class cricket yet in his career. In the past, uh, you've talked about, um, uh, and during commentary, and, and you and I have had this discussion on the air as well, about Kane Williamson's uh, apparent reluctance to use spinners in white ball cricket. Will he basically be in a situation in Sri Lanka during these test matches where he, he's almost forced to use his spinners most of the time? And how will he cope with that? Yeah, I think he, he, um, he from my observation, he's much prefers bowling the seamers. Um, he's much more comfortable bowling quicker bowlers. And, and even um, even in the, in the Emirates last year when there were spin-friendly conditions, we only ever had two spinners, and he was still bowling the seam bowlers a fair bit. In the last test, um, Patel and, uh, and some of them had good long spells, and that's probably the only time I've seen him use spinners together um, with attacking fields. Most of the time, he, I don't think he's a very good captain of spin bowling. Um, but over there, he's going to have no choice. So hopefully that'll develop his ability to use them properly and, and get the fields in the right place and give them extended spells as well. Mm. Um, for me, he just he tends to use them as a, as a bit piece in the game and, and not as a front line. But he'll be forced to over in Sri Lanka if the conditions continue to do what they've done in the last couple of seasons there. And might they almost also be forced, uh, Stu, to, to perhaps think about the possibility of not playing two front-line seamers, having one of Bolt or Wagner, and maybe like a Colin de Gronholm, for example, to open the bowling, maybe only bowl four or five overs, and then the spinners get the ball from there. Might that be a scenario that unfolds? Yeah, I think so. Um, the the um, England definitely did that when they were there. They only bowled the, the seamers are very, I think, 43 overs or something in the in the whole series. So, and they were just to get the shine off the ball and then hand it over to the spinners. And the, and the Sri Lankans, of course, they just bowled spin all, almost in, all the whole way through. So if the conditions are like that, there's no real future in, in having seam bowlers bowling, which uh, means that they could be a bit of a passenger job for Southie and maybe even Wagner. Mm. They may, may just pay Bolton to Grandhome. Yeah, seems... Uh... Seems incredible to think, doesn't it? Hey, it's going to be very interesting to observe. Stu, thanks so much for lending your expertise to us. Always enjoy catching up. Thanks, Jason. All the best.